I don't know how this came up the other night, but it came up the other night uh, when we were recording that I think, like, scene girls are, like, it's all total bullshit, but I'm still kind of, like, into it. <laughs> Is that why you love me? Hello out there, and welcome back to the Sleeping Situation Podcast. My name's Ivy. I'm Matt. We're still here at the microphone. Hello. Hello. So we can talk then, can he? Of course he can talk. He's a human being, isn't he? Well, if he's your grandfather, who Who knows? knows? Ah. So, hey, Matt, how are things this week? Uh, Things are good. Uh, We had some... uh, My band had a gig on Saturday. Um, And we've been doing some recording, working on our first ever album. Uh, that's pretty good. We're cracking away at that. We got pretty much drums for pretty much everything done, um, which is solid. Uh, Nate wants to do a couple of my new songs that we've never played together before. Good. And he was like, do you want to, like, work on those? And I was like, Nate, I don't even know how they go. Like, <laughs> like I made them in GarageBand, and a lot of it was, like, cutting and pasting, and, like, the one I'm not convinced I going to be able to play and sing at the same time uh so that should be interesting but yeah we're doing some doing some recording it's Uh, what you get for making computer generated music it's not it's bleep bloops bleep bloops i play guitar into it and then just loop it a bunch of times use fake drum machines cheating the system well i'm i'm already into like my crazy producer mode where i just want to do really wacky stuff um, I have a song called Half of It, and the original demo I did, I had this really cheesy drum machine going the whole time, and we decided that we're starting the song with a drum machine. Like How dare you. that drum machine, and then Cam comes in with, like, the real drums and a couple measures. Is it cool? <clears throat> it, yeah, it might be. We'll have to watch we'll it try it. Maybe. Uh, but I want to do wacky stuff like that. The weather this week has been really stupid. Yep. Uh, Thursday, it was like in the 50s, and then Friday, it got cold and was rainy, and then Saturday, it went down to like the 30s and snowed like giant movie snowflakes and covered everything in snow, Mm -hmm. and then yesterday, it was like 40s and rained all day, and today, it was 70. Uh, What even is this place? It's very, very strange. Um, it's supposed to remain mostly warm. I think it's like the lowest it's supposed to get in the next week or so. It's like 40. Yeah, it's going to be 60 in rain most days. That's, I'm fine with that. For the most part. Um, Ohio, don't like the weather? Wait an hour. Yeah. Thanks, global warming. Kay told me she hates that quote, so I'm going to say it. <laughs> because it's true. Uh, yeah, we're all going to die. But it makes February a little more bearable. So, uh, silver lining, I guess? I mean, I'll take it. Oh, something else uh, that happened at my gig. We played at Annabelle's, uh, which is one of our like local hangouts, I guess. Um, and two very strange but exciting things happened. Uh, firstly, I saw our directly neighbor. Um, I think I was like 95% sure it was him. Uh, I don't know what his name is, and I wasn't super sure, so I didn't want to go say hi, but I saw him there. He wrote it on that note that time. What did it say? Pete? 
I don't remember. Steve? Our why neighbor... Do, why do I feel like it was Peter Paul? I don't know. Maybe it was Paul. Our neighbor man is, like, the coolest old man in the world. Um, we know nothing about him, so we just speculate. My um, speculation is that he is a, like, botany professor at the local college, but he's also, like, Indiana Jones in his spare time. Yep. Like, he has to go find the rare plants that, like, cure diseases and stuff. They send him on the adventures. Right. And apparently he comes to Annabelle's to listen to ska bands. Uh, <laughs> so that happened. And then in between the bands, I was outside, and I went, I was like, oh, I'll go take a picture of, like, the board, like, the, the marquee out front, because it had our name on it. And so I walk around to the front of the building, and... I like, I still have my earplugs in, so I just walk around and I snap a quick picture of the thing and I start walking away and I hear this guy like screaming and I turn around and he was like, were you taking a picture of us? And I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, did you just take a picture? Like his, his, him and his mom standing there and they were very drunk. Um, and he thought that I was taking a picture and I was like, no, my band played, I was played on the board. And then I stood there and like talked to this, these people for like 10 minutes and they thought it was the funniest thing. Cause I just took a picture of the sign. Like I showed them my phone. I was like, no, look, I just took a picture of the sign and they thought it was hysterical. Oh, drunk people. It was very funny. They're full of wonder. Oh, I, I'm a, <laughs> you said that funny. Oh, <laughs> um, so those of you that know me know that I am. A guitar pedal junkie. Uh, Tom Catteray texted me the other day and said, AJ said I was a pedal junkie. And I was like, that's a good word for it. Um, but I am especially uh, fond of electroharmonics pedals, and I bought another one. It's on Layaway Guitar Center now, and I, they won't let me take it. I bought a vintage uh, electroharmonics electric mistress flanger, uh, but it's like the upright box one with the green lettering. Uh, and I paid $200 for it, which seems like a lot, except for they usually go for six or seven, and I couldn't help myself. The phalanger of the plane is broken. What? It's from Friends. Oh. Phoebe doesn't want the plane to take off, and she wants to get off, and they won't let her, so she starts screaming that the phalange of the plane is broken to induce mass panic so she can get off the plane. <laughs> okay. So, I get, like... I have a, an app on my phone called Bands in Town. Um, definitely a cool app, which you should get. It's like a concert. Like, it'll blip in events from, like, Facebook and, um, like, band websites to tell you, like, when shows are coming up and stuff. And I got a message today that Courtney Barnett is going on tour. And I was like, oh, she's from Australia. She's not going to be anywhere close. And she's playing the Newport. And I'm so excited. And we're going. And Ivy bought us tickets. Yay! So then I'm like, what other shows can I like? What other? What else is going on that I didn't know about? I'm super excited for that show, by the way. It's going to be so much fun. Right before your birthday. Yep. My Stay birthday. tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned till July. Yeah. Um, so then I was like looking, and the zombies are playing the Kent stage next month. And I'm like, I might just have to go over. I feel like you've told me that approximately 400 times. Well, they played there once before, and I didn't go. And now they're playing again, and I'm, like, kind of thinking about it. Um, and then The Who is playing Blossom. I'm like, they haven't been great since, like, 85, but it's The Who. It's like they're, like, the band that made me want to play music. So, so maybe. Yeah. Uh, when they did the Super Bowl, my thought was that 
They look a little slow, but they were still rocking and rolling. Yeah. His big old arm windmills yeah. were a little slower than... Uh, they, they're doing... Um, Roger's doing Tommy with the Cleveland Philharmonic. That's cool. Yeah, I was like, that would actually be kind of cool if I liked Tommy a little bit more, but it's it's very long. Um, and then... <laughs> you don't have that kind of patience? Uh, no, Jack White's going to be in Cleveland. Uh, I think Nate said Dan Auerbach's playing the Agora. So I'm looking through all these lists, right? Mm. And then a little blip pops up on my phone that says, Radiohead has just announced a show near you. And this Friday, they just announced it. They like they. I was like looking at it, and it like blipped on my phone, huh. like as I was looking. And they're playing in Columbus the Monday, like two Mondays after we're going to see Courtney Barnett in Columbus. And I'm like, I, I like, I don't want to drive down there again, but it's Radiohead, and I'm convinced that they're about five seconds away from breaking up at any point in time. I mean, if they were, you'd never know. It's just Tom in a room. Yeah. So I might have to go see Radiohead, because the last time they toured was like, I don't know, 2010. Yeah, they don't go very much. No, because they're like old and grouchy, and I'm not convinced that they're real people entirely. They might be aliens. Tom for sure. Johnny for sure. I mean, that's enough to convince me. Ed just seems like your dad's friend. He like comes over and hangs out. So lots of concerts and stuff going on. Ivy, what's going I just talked for a bunch. Ivy, what's going on with you? Well, today I handed my speedy card to the lady at Circle K, so I pretty much just want to set myself on fire. <laughs> but other than that, I ordered a pair of pants, and they had a stain on them when they came. So I had to return them, and then they were sold out of my size. Oh, no. So I ordered a bigger size, and my mom's going to fix them for me. But that was just my luck. I was playing Kingdom Hearts on my DS the other night for, like, three hours, which is longer than I usually play a video game for one sitting. It did that thing where I was just like, okay, I'll just beat one more thing. Okay, I'll just beat one more thing. Okay, I'll just beat one more thing. Like, to the point where my hands were starting to hurt, (laughs) but I got stuck on this boss battle, and I tried about 12 times before I, like, went to Google Mm -hmm. to, like, how do I beat this? And I was like, "This." I'm sure people have tips because, like, I'm having so much trouble. Look it up. Type in the name of the boss or whatever. Find it. And all the things are like, this boss is unusually easy. And I said, (laughs) hmm, what am I doing wrong? I still don't really know what I'm doing wrong because I didn't really do anything different, but I was getting closer to beating him. But then everything was starting to hurt, so I had to stop. But here we are once again. Kingdom Hearts is taking over my life. (laughs) And I'm just accepting it. Didn't they, like, announce a release date for the new one? No. 2018 is the release date. So that means it's going to turn into 2020 because they've been making this game for 10 years now. Mm. I had to take a drink. It hurts too much. <laughs> Speaking of taking too long, did we talk about The Incredibles last week? I don't think so. The, the, the trailer for The Incredibles, too. I'm so excited. Yeah, like an actual real trailer this I time. I know. I like when he yells about changing math. <laughs> that was my favorite part. That in that Edna's still in it. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. I'm yes. sorry. Go on with your, your things. I wrote down my book because I... With a I've, No, yeah. with two O's, but I'm just saying it that way. Because I finally hit 50,000 words, which is a big milestone for me. 
I have never written this many words of one thing before. I've never written anywhere close to this many words of one thing before. I've probably written 10,000 words before. Hmm. So this is good news, and I'm making progress. So when this book comes out and you're, like, on Oprah and then make a bunch of money, are you going to release your first book from, like, middle school or whenever? No, no, no. (laughs) No one's allowed to see that. (laughs) It's so bad. (laughs) Sometimes I just, like, look at it and I'm like, oh. I would like to read it. No, no, no. No one is allowed to see that. It's too cringy. I mean, I play you all of my songs, and I think some of them are terrible. They're so good. No, they're not. No, no. I want to read your book. Yeah, but they weren't written when you were in, like, middle school. I guess so. <laughs> in, like, 2009 is when I wrote this thing. You're not allowed to see <laughs> If I sit down and, like, work on it for a long time and maybe make it good, because there's a thought in my mind that maybe I can someday. There you go. I don't know. I don't know. It's about, like, a bunch of kids in a battle of the bands. Because I thought that was <laughs> cool. They were at, like, Warp Tour, man. Listen, I, I would love to on. be in a battle of the bands. You know how much fun that would be? I don't know if that's a thing anymore. It's like a festival battle of the bands thing. Mm-hmm. We didn't get famous enough in time to get on Warp Tour. So your last chance. I know. Slipping away. I don't know if we're emo enough. We're just kind of gloomy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. You don't have enough studs on your belt. That's true. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like, it's not forcefully sad enough. It's just kind of, meh. You have to start with just a a G note, and then you're in. Studs on my belt, and I have to have, like, the really, like, shaggy, but, like, pointed hair. You have to part your hair the wrong way, so that it's more on your face. I mean, I did that for a while. I mean, I did that a month ago when my haircut was bad. I think it looks cute when you part it the wrong way, but... Until it gets too long, and then it's just like, this whole part of my hair is over here. And Listen, then it gets comb-overy. I don't know how this came up the other night, but it came up the other night uh, when we were recording. That I think, like, scene girls are like, it's all total bullshit, but I'm still kind of, like, into it. <laughs> <laughs> is that why you love me? Yeah. It's my scene face, did it? Yeah. When I was in middle school and wore my plastic choker every single day. Listen, nothing got middle school Matt more excited than any girl in a My Chemical Romance t-shirt. I never listened <laughs> I to, never ever, listen, like, ever listened to My Chemical Romance in my life. First of all, you should, because they're amazing, and then you can cry with me that they're not coming back. I don't really care. I, I have the one album. I have the Black Parade album on my computer. I don't know where it came from or how it got there, but I have it. Maybe I did it. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, My last point was that, guess what, I'm still watching Sailor Moon, but here in the fourth season, or Super S, as they call it, things are getting a little bit out of hand. And by out of hand, I mean they had to change it in the dub, because one of the bad guys is transgender, and we couldn't have that in the 90s. (laughs) There's, uh, the bad guys is like a trio of people, and Mm -hmm. it's two guys and a girl, But she whips off her top in one episode, and she has, like, a no boobs. Mm. So she's, like, a cross-dressing and or transgender person. And they don't even address it. (laughs) Like, the the funniest part to me is, like, sure, they, like, don't say... They they don't Mm -hmm. say anything about it, because she's standing there with no top on Mm -hmm. for, like, a full scene. And no one says anything. And I'm just like, this is how we write around this? We don't just cut this episode? (laughs) So that was very... 
interesting to me. The show is so edgy, and we never knew. Yeah, that's, I was going to say, that show is super progressive for, like, a kid's show from the 90s. I found out that in the other dub that I wasn't really watching until I had to, mm-hmm. the two lesbians were written as cousins. Oh. Which is ridiculous, because they stare lovingly into each other's eyes all the freaking <laughs> time. I was reading something that was like, this was more problematic than they realized. Well, didn't you say that, like, in the first season, there's, like... Gay people. There's two gay guys, but then yeah, the one is just very, like, yeah, feminine looking. So he has a ponytail, so yeah. they wrote him as a woman. Very instead. interesting. Yeah. All these things I'm learning about my own childhood now. I never saw this far, I'm sure, when yeah. I was younger. I, like, on Cartoon Network or whatever mm-hmm. it was on, they only did the first season, maybe. Yeah. Uh, speaking of cartoons, we're still watching SpongeBob. We got to an episode that I had never seen before, which I didn't know that was possible, uh, but the Valentine's episode I had never seen. I can't believe it. But I've seen the paper ones, so I don't know. They must have mixed it in there somehow. Maybe they did somehow. But I was always crushed as a child because I really liked that paper episode, and they didn't show it very much because it was with the Valentine's one, so they only showed it mm-hmm. at the holiday. Um, I did a little bit of looking, and I decided that Missing Identity is the last episode that I care about. <laughs> Is that true? Because I looked through them, and I was like, I don't know what any of these other ones are. I don't care. There are, like, three good ones after that, I would bet. Nope. I need to look at the list again, but we won't do that right now. All right. And now it's time for Ivy's favorite segment. (laughs) Things of the week. Things of the week, Bob. I've brainwashed you. You No, I just wanted to do it. One of us. One of us. It's really hot in here right now. Like, I haven't been warm in this apartment since August. Well, everything's just off. You can turn the air on if you want. No, I'd rather open the door. Like, I listen. No, people will get in. Nothing will get in. They will take a knife and they will get in and my kitty will get out. <laughs> I'm scared the kitty will claw her way out. I mean, that's why we can't, we just can't leave it open when we're not here. Yeah. So, Ivy, what are your things of the week? My things of the week for this week include... Uh, what I've been listening to, which is lots of Halsey and a good smattering of Lana Del Rey. My next thing of the week is Sailor J on YouTube. She's hilarious, first of all. She came out of nowhere all of a sudden with these really funny kind of like parody makeup videos, but not the way that you see them when people are like making fun of people who do their makeup. Mm -hmm. She's doing them as if she's like playing a character and she does different series and things. Her first one was, was a little bit kind of like a parody of people who overly contour and like everything is just super drawn on and stuff. But, um, but like she uses these funny, like old Hollywood accents and things but she'll do a series on, like, one for each Hogwarts house and, like, make fun of the Gryffindors and make fun of the Slytherins and stuff as if she is one of them. They're really funny. Apparently you are not very enthused. But anyway, she does some other ones that are a little bit more... Like, she... Her most recent video is called the Thoughts and Prayers Makeup Tutorial, where she pretends to put makeup on. She's like, look at this foundation, and there's nothing there. Mm -hmm. So it's like... Thoughts and prayers do nothing, but she pretends like it's making her beautiful. Ha. Ha, ha, ha. It's very clever and very funny, so. I'm sorry it seemed like I didn't care, but I was trying to care very hard about makeup, and then you started (laughs) talking about Harry Potter, and I just couldn't, I couldn't handle the two of them together. I should have said she does a series where she makes fun of every, like, Zodiac sign. Hmm. Anyway, she's hysterical, (laughs) and you should follow her because she's so funny. Also, she's a writer, and she talks about books sometimes. Like, she did a video kind of making fun of Twilight, which was fun. But she's also done some, like, reviewing books she likes and things. 
And she's writing a book, too. So I'm super excited about that. We are one. I commented on one of her videos, and it had a typo, and she made fun of me. And I feel like that is our bond now. (laughs) My next thing of the week is sketchy online streaming sites, because I wouldn't be able to watch Sailor Moon without them unless I spent an exorbitant amount of money. Watchcartoon.com? They don't have that one. I've been on um, Kiss Anime is pretty good. Mm. I also found Stream Otaku, which has (laughs) lots of anime on it. So thank you for that, enabling my nostalgia anime escape from the terrors of the world. And finally, my last thing of the week is whoever runs the NBC Olympics Facebook page, because they're posting memes all the time, and just their captions and things are super funny. They're not, like, trying to make this big prestigious thing out of the Olympics. It's like, this is a fun thing we can all enjoy. Let's make it part of our lives. Let's all be happy here. You go, whoever runs that Facebook page. I've been following you for, like, eight years now, and I love you. (laughs) Things of the week. I haven't watched any Olympics in a minute, in a couple days. Mm-hmm. I missed curling. That's, that's all I really care about. Yeah, I think it might be over now. I'm not sure. Yeah. The curling part. What else is there? Ski jumping and stuff, but mm-hmm. we missed some of that. I mean, it's pretty close to over now. Oh. I don't know when it's done, but... Well, shoot. What are your things of the week? My things of the week are Courtney Barnett, because she's awesome, and I have you bought tickets, and I'm... Jones. Um, did you listen to the thing she did with Kurt Vile? No, I haven't. I haven't either. Nate says it's like super good. Like he said he almost drove to Chicago just to see them. <laughs> um, also, Cold War Kids, um, they've been coming up on the work Pandora and I keep thumbs upping them. And so now we're getting lots of Cold War Kids at work and it makes me very happy. They're one of those ones I'll always go back to if I don't know what else to listen to. Yep. They're so good. The Robbers and Cowards. Cowards and Robbers or Robbers and Cowards? Uh, it's Robert. The Red One. Robbers and Cowards, I think. That's the one. That's the good one. All the songs on it are great. My other music recommendation is The Meters. Uh, their first self-titled album is a banger. Straight flames. Jams. Top flames to bottom. on my face. Everywhere. <laughs> um, also, things of the week. Cheese and crackers. Uh, the Warner family snack of choice. And also the Final Space TV series, <gasps> which is coming out very soon. Yes. Things of the week. Pop. And now, it is review time. No cat questions this week, I'm sorry. I know it's everyone's favorite segment. I just, I think it's funny, but I, I didn't write any down. I asked you like eight an hour ago. And now I don't remember any of them. Uh, so Why now, does Kitty like to sit on paper? Oh, yes. Anyway, go on. Why do we like to sit on chairs? Well, chairs are made for sitting. Paper's not designed for are sitting you sure? on. I'm sure. And now, it's review time. Time for the situation review. 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 Uh, Rev up those fryers. <laughs> My favorite of those bad Microsoft Paint Valentines that come around every year is the one... Of that screenshot of Fred the Fish walking into the Krusty Krab, and it says, I'll rev up your fryers. (laughs) That's my favorite one every year. So this week we decided to do another video game review. Um, And because we haven't played any new games that we liked, because I I don't have a new game system. And you don't play Kingdom Hearts with me. And I don't play Kingdom Hearts. We decided to do another old game, and this is one I'm really excited about. We are so hip. 
We are so hip. Um, We're so hip because we didn't have to go out and buy a Nintendo. We had it already. Yep. I have my original Nintendo 64 <laughs> from 1998 or whenever it was. Uh, and this week we are going to review Super Mario 64, uh, which Woo-hoo! is the second game I ever got for the Nintendo, and I still play it. What was the first? Pokemon Snap. <gasps> I'm so bad at it, but I have so much fun. It's so much fun. You do essentially nothing, but it's so much fun. We might have to review that one sometimes, too. We're really good at reviewing games where you do nothing. Yep. So Super Mario 64 was, like, one of the first games to come out on the system. It was, like, the game you got with the system for, like, a while. Um, If you've never played any of the Super Mario games, I'm not going to explain it to you because you're a terrible person. I think you should explain it still. All right. So you go around, so you're Mario. You drive a hard bargain there, Matthew. Yeah. So you you're you are Mario, and you go around to the different worlds. And in this game, your objective is to collect stars, and you have to complete the little missions and defeat the bad guys, and get the stars to save the princess and defeat Bowser. How does getting stars save the princess? They never really explain that. <laughs> Uh, they're like the power stars, and Bowser stole all of them, and then he stole the princess. They seem unrelated. I think it's maybe like the more power stars Mario can get, the stronger he is. Must be. To defeat Bowser. Yeah, they've never explained that ever. Or why do coins give you health? I guess that's how hospitals work, isn't it? So, Ivy... What do I think? What do you think? Well, the first time that I went to play the game, I thought it was going to be the Mario where it's platforms, and he is very flat, and he hops up, and he steps on the mushroom, and he goes in the tube. So I was... (laughs) That was the Mario I was comfortable with. This 3D Mario was too new and too scary to me at first. (laughs) I tried it once, and I failed the mission, and I couldn't race the thing up the Koopa up the hill, and I was like, I hate this game, and I don't ever want to play it again. And I don't remember why, but you got me to try it again sometime. And I actually had mostly fun. (laughs) Sometimes it is really hard, and I am bad at games where you can fall off things. I am good at Kingdom Hearts because usually you can't fall off anything. There's invisible force fields if you try and go where you're not supposed to go. So this is good news. When there are not force fields that keep me from falling off of things, I am bad at video games. (laughs) Except for Smash Brothers, because falling off is the point. But, besides that, I like that it's little kind of puzzle missions. The ones that are more puzzly and less, like, you have to be good at controlling this thing are the ones that I like better. I like ones where you have to, like, find something, or you have to, like... That one where I was in the little ice block and I had to Mm -hmm. jump up through it, I really liked that. Things like that. However, there is a lot of them that I know I would not be able to figure out how to do if you weren't telling me. I, you have to go over here and find the hidden thing here and jump on this thing. Yeah, it's been like 15 years since... No, longer than that. Like, I don't know, 18 years since I got this game and I still remember how to do half the crap in it, which is crazy to me. Yeah, it would take me like 700 years to figure out how to do like one thing yeah. if you didn't tell me. I don't know. Do you think this is a difficult game? Because I think it's a difficult game. I think it is a difficult game. Um, but I don't think that it's an impossible game. 
being like it being difficult just makes you want to try it again. Like if you're doing a thing and you fail, you're like, oh, I I can do it this time, and then you do it again, and then it's it it's like it's difficult enough to keep you entertained. Whereas <laughs> you know if you could just blow through the whole game, that's not as much fun. Maybe sometimes <laughs> I get I I feel like that to a point, but then once I've done it eight times and I fall off the ice slide. Then I throw the controller at you and get angry and watch you do it. That's true. <laughs> Ivy turns into a different person when she is, one, behind the wheel of a car, and two, playing Behind video the wheel games. of a Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen you more angry at things than, like, playing video games sometimes, and it's cute but funny and also a little bit scary. I think what makes me mad is I usually know what I'm supposed to do or mm-hmm. what I want to do, and then I just can't do it. Yeah. I find... I, I mean, this might just be <clears throat> because of it's an old system and it's not perfect and it was an early video game, but I think the controls are a little bit hard and touchy and don't do exactly what I wish they could do. Like, sometimes I wish the camera could go all the way around and it can. I or mean, like, that's, like, the worst part of this game is moving the camera to where yeah. you can actually see what you're doing. Or, like, it won't let me get to the angle I want. Or, like, he goes too fast and he jumps too far and I fall in the lava or Mm. whatever. That's what's frustrating to me is I find it a little bit hard to control. Mm. Plus my accident proneness and I fall off of everything. However, it doesn't mean I don't like it. It just means that I get frustrated a little bit quicker. (laughs) He does tend to slide a little bit and Mm -hmm. that can be frustrating. Um, I guess my only two complaints about this game are, yeah, the camera is a pain. It's just, like, stupid. It's never where you want it to be. Yeah. And my my biggest complaint about this game is that it provides you with very little to no instruction on what you're supposed to do yeah. on any given level. Like, you'll go into a world, and it's like, the star on the back of the thing. And you're like, okay. And then it just dumps you into the world, and it's like, okay, have fun. And you go to the back of the thing, and there is no star. Right. Because there were eight things you had to do to make it show up. Right. Um, yeah, there's, like, certain things that if you didn't know, like, I could, I have no idea how you'd ever figure them out. Like, there's, um... Did you use the internet ever, or did you just figure them out, the ones that you I, I'm sure I used the internet on some of them. Did I mean, they I have had... the internet in 1998? No. Um... I you know, had to buy the player's guide yeah. back then. I mean, I had to, like, Google some of the stuff this time to figure out how to do it. But it's it's also bad because it's not like... So there's a little bit of background. There's different worlds you can go in, and there's, like, six missions within each world that you have to complete and get the stars. But when you go in the world, no matter which one you select, you can get any of the other stars... Like, on accident. On accident. So, you could climb clear to the top of this mountain and get this star, and you're like, I did it! And then it's like, no, that was mission number six. You're trying to do mission number two. And it it, it just... Mm -hmm. That's what is, like, makes it difficult to get all the stars, is because sometimes you just don't know what to do. Yep. And it's not like it says, okay, go here, defeat these bad guys, then run over here and do this, and then do that, and don't die. Like, that's one thing. But when it's just like, have fun, be gone. You get this cryptic title, like, go to the center of the pyramid, and that's it. Yeah. 
where it's just like, what was the one? It says, um, wall kicks will work. That's the one that it's like, like, if you don't know that you have to get in this cannon and shoot yourself clear to the other side of the thing, and then, like, if you can't figure that out, there's no way you're ever going to figure out how to get that star. Yeah. It's just... It's so for people that are more uh, tactily elite than I am, <laughs> who can actually control the thing and not fall in the lava, it's also difficult because there is very little direction. Yeah. Um, so a lot of that stuff is really difficult. But um, being a Nintendo 64 game, uh, as they often are, this game is tricky, but also huge. Like, there's a ton of levels, and there's a ton of missions. Um, at the end of it, I think there's 120 stars that you have to get, um, including, like, hidden stars around the castle. <laughs> Bug toad enough times. Yeah, if you talk to to toad enough, he'll give you a star. Um, plus the, Catch you the little rabbit in the tunnel star. Yeah. And then you have to get, like, 100 coins on levels to get stars. Um, but I, I love the levels themselves. I think the designs are really cool. Um, yeah. They're all really unique from each other. Um, I mean, I guess that's the cool thing about 3D is it's not just a platforming kind of thing. And you can be in all these different places. What's your favorite level that we've um, done? We haven't even done them all. There's still some, like, upstairs that we haven't gone to yet. Um... I like the one with the penguins, I like the one with the bombs, and I really like the one where you're big and small. Yeah. I like the I like the big and small one. The bomb one is probably my favorite. Um if you recall my sister got me a poster. So to get into okay, so to get into the levels in this game you jump into paintings. And my sister got me a poster of the painting of the Bob Bombs. That's like the level one of the game. And there's like little marching Bob Bombs and they're cute and funny. I have a poster, and we haven't gotten a frame for it yet, and I feel bad. Um, As my last thought, something I very much appreciate about this game is that it's got little, like, quirky, cute, fun things thrown in. Uh, just kind of, not quite extras, but I don't know, something or other. One of my favorite things is there's a little baby penguin that you have to carry back to his mother, and the whole time that you're holding him, he goes, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> there was no reason they had to make him, like, honk the whole time mm -hmm. but he's so dang cute <laughs> i just like those little kind of thrown in i don't know little bonus funny things yeah that somebody took the time to create and or like the piano yeah that like chomps you mm -hmm. just like little extras like that i think are just clever and it like rounds out the world yeah it's there's like thought put into everything so i think mm -hmm. that's really cool especially for a game as old as it is yeah i love the bullies Wah. Isn't that what they say? Ow. Oh, that's what they say. <laughs> yes. Uh, those guys are always funny. They always get me. Yep. Uh, the monkey on the the mushroom one steals your hat. Yeah, he was funny. Overall ratings and impressions. Um, I would give it like seven out of ten. How dare you? I think it's very fun. I think it's well designed and all that stuff. But for the reasons we said, that it's can be very challenging and very frustrating mm -hmm. and very much a product of its time that holds up pretty well, I think. Like, obviously, we still had a lot of fun mm -hmm. playing it, but there are also drawbacks to that, I think. Okay. Um, I think that despite its, like, sort of shortcomings, um, 
obviously it's you know on a Nintendo 64 it's not the most powerful thing in the universe um so like yeah you can just fall off the edge of worlds and um it it does make it you know you can't move the camera everywhere and some of the controls are a little bit laggy um but i mean that's just a product of the system i think and i you know the okay the graphics aren't great but i, I think who cares fine. yeah um yeah despite its its difficulty i mean i still think it's one of the best games like ever created um as far as the super mario kind of realm of worlds and stuff i mean i think it's at worst second uh maybe only to mario sunshine which is a bold statement, but it's really good. We got it. You haven't played that one, have you? Oh, as soon as we finish this one, we'll go on to Mario Sunshine. Oh, oh. I mean, I just think the design is great. The gameplay is great. You can play it for hours and hours and hours and, and not get too frustrated or, you know, terribly tired of it. Um, and you get to blow in the cartridge. Yeah. You know, it says on the back of the cartridge, don't, don't blow into the cartridge. It's like, yeah, right. Um, also, the music in this game is great. It is pretty good. I gave it a 9 out of 10, only because of my few minor complaints. I'm kind of bad at it, and I have more fun when I'm watching you play it. <laughs> it's, I mean, as far as video games go, like one of my all-time favorites. I think it's very clever yeah. and very cute. It's It's good. We gotta play Mario Sunshine. Oh my gosh, it's so much fun. Um, you'll think it's even cuter. The little, like, bumbly men with the palm trees on their heads. That sounds fun. Yeah, they're funny. Aren't they? The little, like, the little spiders. They're funny. Oh, the little, like, water bugs? Uh-huh. Or no, the little, like, the Well, they're the spiders, yellow- too. Yeah, yeah. They have, like, little shoes. Yeah. I'm still partial to the Bob-Oms mm-hmm. and the Chain Chomp that I mean, they just assume the one episode. Episode? Level? World? I like the little crying penguin. <laughs> he is cute. It's funny because, like, there's another penguin, and if you take the mom, the wrong penguin, she's like, this isn't my kid. What's the matter with you? Bring me my baby. Good. All right. Would play again. Definitely will play again. We haven't beat it yet. Nope. Are there any video games that you would give a 10 out of 10 to? The original Sonic the Hedgehog for Sega Genesis. Hmm. That's the best game ever made. I mean, in all fairness, how dare you? Um, (laughs) In all fairness, I actually wrote 9.9 out of 10 for this one. Uh, I think that's a bit of an overstatement because you had two complaints. I did. So I'll give it a 9, a solid 9 out of 10. Maybe the only video game that I'm ever going to give 10 out of 10 is Star Fox. Uh, (laughs) You're very lucky. You're very... Step on the gas. I didn't expect to have to use this. <laughs> You're very lucky. All right, friends, we've come to our final segment of the night, and you know what that means. Game time. Game time. Whoop. Honk, honk, honk. Beep, beep. That, was, that was weird. That was uh, like the sound effects they play at basketball games. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been to a basketball game, Matthew? Basketball. I think I went like one time. That's the end of the story. So today, we're bringing back top I've seen five. movies. <laughs> so today, we're bringing back top five. Old fan favorite, old creator favorite, the one that started it all, I think. 
Anywho, uh, in anticipation of its final season, premiering soon on Fox Channel near you, uh, today we're doing our top five new girl quotes. It's really hard to not say mean girls for some reason. Anyway, (laughs) uh, so what we've done is we've each ranked our top five best favorite somewhere in that realm best uh new girl quotes quotes from the show and we're gonna read our lists and we don't get to decide who's is best you come to our twitter on friday and tell us who's is better you the people get to choose much like american idol call one eight six six nine three operators are standing by oh i used to know the number by heart anyway um <laughs> Yeah, so the only sort of standards we put on this one is that it's about the quote, not like the bit. Um, It's about the words being said and that they are the best. Not like, this was my favorite situation that the gang got into. Mm. Cool? Yep. Okay, who's going first? You can go first. Ladies first. Alrighty. Where do I start? I predict we we are going to have... I think we'll have, like, one of the same. I was going to say two. I anticipate that my number one you do not have, and that your number one I ranked low. (laughs) Okay, we'll find out. That's what I predict. We should also say, uh, the final season is coming up, but you can watch all of New Girl on your favorite streaming platform, probably. I mean, definitely planning on it. And you... Totally should, because it's one of the greatest comedies around at the moment. I mean... It is one of my top three favorite shows literally ever. I've seen all of it, like, three times, and it's hilarious every time. For anyone who's unfamiliar, question mark, this is Zoe Deschanel's show. Not question mark. Upside down Spanish question mark. (laughs) That goes at the beginning, not the end. Um... Yeah, so should I start? Should we give a... No. Go watch New Girl. I don't want to... Yeah, I don't just think we do need it. a synopsis. Yeah, we got that's it. fine. We got it. All right, so here I go. Top five New Girl quotes. Uh, my number five is very long, so I have screenshotted it on my phone. But it is one quote. It is a short monologue given by main character Jess. Oh, I know which one. I would... That's... Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's in the first season. I looked it up. It's episode 11. Uh, Nick, her roommate, flatmate, whatever, is dating a lawyer who was going to help her get out of a traffic ticket, but she decides, she was, like, judging her and saying, oh, the jury might go for this whole thing you got going on, kind of judging her, like, girliness. And this was Jess's response, which is my number five, top five quote. I break for birds, I rock a lot of polka dots, I have touched glitter in the last 24 hours, I spend my entire day talking to children, and I find it fundamentally strange that you're not a dessert person. It freaks me out. I'm sorry that I don't talk like Murphy Brown, and I hate your pantsuit. I wish it had ribbons on it or something just to make it slightly cuter, but that doesn't mean I'm not smart and tough and strong. Super cute. It's been quoted 100,000 times. Usually they attribute it to Zoe Deschanel herself and not the character. <laughs> they think she just said that, which, to be fair, she probably would say in real life. Yep. Her character is very much a reflection slash exaggeration of who she is. Uh, but I just really like that whole long quote. I think it's fun and cute and sums up the character. Mm. My favorite part is, I've touched glitter in the, la- the, fa- the past 24 hours. That's very good. Yeah, I like that a lot, too. I break for birds also, so it's fine. <laughs> 
There was a bird, like I pulled into the parking lot today, and there was a little finch munching on something in the parking spot. And so I just like parked on two spots because I didn't want to make the finch move. <laughs> Poor little bird. He was very fat and cute. Yes. Okay? Yes. Okay, that was my number five. Um, Approve. I thought it was very worthy of the top five, but maybe not like the best of all time because it doesn't just strike you as like, yes, it's just like, that's good. That's smart. I like this. I mean... It's that, kind of like a yes. For yeah, that's a great quote, but I think like too many people have put it on like a sunset background in scripty font, and yeah. it just makes me not like it as much. That's totally fair. <clears throat> okay, uh, my number four is from a longer exchange, but it's one quote in particular, but I will pull it up anyway. I saved some of these when they were longer, so I wouldn't have to be like, um, it's kind of like. So in one episode, uh, Jess and Nick mess up Schmidt's relationships and uh, so he vows that he's going to break them up and he says that he knows their secrets and that he's going to use them against them something like that so they start confessing all their secrets to each other uh, the part that I chose as my number four quote is something that Nick says and he says I'm not convinced I know how to read I've just memorized a lot of words <laughs> which I think is one of his best lines in the whole series it cracks me up so much I just think it's good. I don't know that I have, like, an analysis. I just think it's so good. <laughs> I think the I think horses most... are from outer space. I think that, too. I have the whole thing right here because I think <laughs> the whole exchange is really good. That's mostly why I wanted something from it mm -hmm. on the list because I thought this was a really good moment because, one, like, all just, like, the statements they make are mm -hmm. so funny, and there's so many of them back and forth. And anyway, um, I will read it really quick. The whole exchange starts with Jess. I've been banned for my lifetime from Lake Ontario. Don't ask. I'm not convinced I know how to read. I just memorized a lot of words. The doctors say I might grow another 18 inches. I'm definitely sexually attracted to ladybugs. I kind of want to get a gun. I believe the horses are from outer space. Me too. <laughs> so anyway, I think that's great. That's a great scene, but that line is that in the parking spot episode? I believe it's the one where they're all supposed to get to that restaurant yes. and Winston is supposed to make the reservation and didn't, so he's like claiming yeah. ten seats at the community table and they yeah. won't and he won't leave. I think it's that one. Yeah. Yes, I remember now. Yep. I'm forgetting I need to watch the whole show again. I just resaw like this kind of mm -hmm. part of it. Anywho. Okay. My number three top quote is a Winston and it's the classic Winston Shouty, what that thing do? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit better in context, funny by itself, but when you know that it's because he doesn't know how to start a conversation with women, that he just yells at them, Shouty, what that thing do? Strangers. What, what your name is? Girl, what your name is? I don't have anything else to say except for I think that's probably the best Winston quote. I mean, there's tons, but that one, and he says, um, I'm getting into my honorable mentions, but that's okay. I'll stop. All right. Um, so that's my number three. Classic Winston. Mm -hmm. My number two is the following. I'm Julius Pepperwood. I'm from Chicago. Thin crust pizza? No, thank you. I'm Julius Pepperwood. <laughs> oh, no. You forgot. I forgot about Julius Pepperwood. Pepperwood is so good. Oh, no. Listen. He that's... comes full circle, Matt. That's like... <laughs> And that's the one I probably do the most. I'm Julius Pepper. I do the, like, thin crust pizza? No, no thank, thank you. you. <laughs> I'm from Chicago. I'm Julius Pepperwood. He says his name, like, <laughs> in every sentence. <laughs> Listen, 
here's the thing about like about, him playing a character, like the character is playing a character. Yeah. That's why it's funny, I think. Mm-hmm. And just wacky, and mm-hmm. the like timing of it is very funny. The setup and and whatnot. Yeah. Honorable mentions. My honorable mentions. I probably forgot so many. This show is so very long, but these are the ones that like stick out in my mind, and that when I scrolled back through posts of like mm-hmm. best quotes, the ones that I was like, yes. Uh, they include, I feel like I want to murder someone and also I want soft pretzels. That almost made the top five. That would probably be like six. Mm-hmm. Um, youths is a good one. Um, take that off. You look like a homeless pencil <laughs> is one of my favorites. Um, that one where Nick is like moving out, but he gets far enough away and he like throws his keys in the desert. And so they have to like come get him. It's, I think it's the finale of season one. And yes. they're, like, in the desert. And Winston goes, keep an eye on Schmidt. He's a Jew in the desert. I don't want him to wander. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. And I have, um, there's one where Jess goes, what a dumb idea. Do it. <laughs> it's really funny. And the one where Nick throws all her purses outside and outside Dave gets them. He goes, this one's for meat. And this one's for shells. <laughs> and then she goes, you know the back of your pants is missing? He goes, it's for the kitty cats. <laughs> I love Outside Dave for no reason. Okay? Okay. Do you know what my number I, one yeah, is? Absolutely. I think it's fair. It's yeah. also my favorite, but it's my favorite <laughs> because it's the best line of the show. Mm-hmm. The number one new girl's quote on my list is the one where Winston's doing a puzzle he asks Schmidt, what do you think it's going to be? And Schmidt replies with my number one quote, what's it going to be? Winston, there's a picture on the box. It's a Japanese garden. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's so good. Winston's puzzling. <laughs> puzzling. Which is also me, in case anyone was wondering. Did I yell that all too loud? No, it's okay. fine. Top five. Um, <clears throat> I would like to say before I read my list... Um, when we started this, I knew that I was for going to forget so many. <laughs> uh, I forgot most of them. This was a lot of area to cover. Yes. And it was challenging. Um, I think that all of Ivy's quotes are top ten material, <laughs> uh, for sure. We have one that is the same, and Ooh. several of my honorable mentions are the same. I... Um, I have an honorable mention that I didn't say because I think you're going to say it and I didn't want to ruin it. Okay. So here we go. Also, can I say one thing real quick? Yeah. This is the most accepting of my list you've ever been. I, I Usually you scream when I get to number one. No, because I knew that was going to be number one and it's it's well worth it. Um, I disagree with one you put in your honorable mentions, but. Okay. We'll get there. Okay. So here we go. Top five new girl quotes. Number five. Winston, there's a picture on the box. It's a Japanese garden. <laughs> Number five. Yeah. It hurts me. Um, but I'm glad it's in the list. All right. Number four requires a bit of context. Um, Schmidt is working with an old guy. And the old guy keeps showing him up. And so they're trying to figure out how they can get rid of the old guy at the office. Right? Mm-hmm. So Nick comes up to the table and he sits down and he goes, guys, where can I get pictures developed? (laughs) And he has like a disposable camera. And 
Schmidt says, uh, Nick, you know there's a camera on your phone. And this is Nick's response. This is. I would like to add that this has not been transcribed on the internet anywhere. So I watched the video like five times (laughs) to get it right. This is your, this is the quote on the list. Yes. Okay. This, this is part of it. This is number four. Okay. I just needed to give the context. I was just making sure. I'm, I want to get. I need to get better lighting so I can read it. These are sexual, sensual, private pics. I don't want them beamed right into Snowden's pocket. I'm not going through WikiWeeks, man. Analog. It's the only thing you can trust. Winston asked Nick to elaborate. Here's here's the reality. You never know what's going to happen with a phone. The hinges that hold the flip together, they get loosened over time when they get wet. And then and then when you open it, I got a flip page. And then when you open it, it's easier for people to go in there and see your passwords and, you know, see your codes. Once the screen breaks, your information is in the Twitterverse, man, and it's all out there for everyone to see. All these little little monkey elves, man. All these kids. That's all they do. Get your information, man. Bottom line is you can't control your technology. That's what's going on in Japan with all those robots. Not for me, man. My two responses are... I forgot that one, and I love it. And two is, that's me. (laughs) That's why I write everything by hand. (laughs) It'll all go in the Twitterverse, man. (laughs) The hinges will get loose when it gets wet. (laughs) I actually think the best part of it is, where can I get pictures developed? Like, doesn't he go like, do you guys know where I can get pictures developed? Yeah, he has a disposable camera. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I love that episode. That's yes. the, that's also the basketball episode, which is the episode where they do the the like sex strike, mm-hmm. and she goes, "But I need my vitamin D," which <laughs> also should have been in the top yeah. five. Um, I just I love that whole speech he gives. It's so good. It's so absurd, and mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the first of three Nick Miller quotes on my <laughs> list. Nick is the best character, and I'll fight anyone. Speaking of Nick Miller quotes, number three. Do I regret it? Yes. Would I do it again? Probably. (laughs) If that's not me, uh, (laughs) I don't know what is. You are Nick Miller. I am Nick Miller. We know this. He speaks to me as a person. That's why I'm in love with you. More on that in a minute. Um, Number two. And I thought this was a fair contestant for top top tier new mm-hmm. girl quotes. I feel like I want to murder someone and also I want soft pretzels. It was on my list <laughs> and I and I changed it for Pepperwood. It's it's just so short and concise, but it's also so perfect. It is her character in one sentence. That's why I almost put it. Yep. But I decided, oh, it was that one was hard because I really wanted it. Yep. Yep. Um, now it's time for my honorable mentions. Uh, basically everything Ivy said, including because I forgot Julius Pepperwood, which I feel (laughs) so dumb about. Um, also, it's a terrible neighborhood. It's full of youths. (laughs) I mean, I've used, like... Youths. If there's, like, a rambunctious or, like, rowdy kids, youths. Um, I found a board with a nail in it. Yeah, I'm building a treehouse. That's not your number one? No. Oh, my. I love that quote. That's also in mine, but I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to talk yeah. about it. If that and where he loses a glass of milk. That's, that's, that's I think that's the same episode, yeah. 
It's like filled exactly to the top. So they're like, how did you carry this in here? Um, also, and this is, this is, I don't even remember the context of this, but Schmidt's on the phone and he goes, oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I forget what he's talking about too, but I know exactly what point I don't remember. <laughs> also, really underrated one. Got you, give me a cookie. I got you, give me a cookie, I got you cookie. <laughs> yes. Also, a great episode. Also, <laughs> uh, my last one is, Winston, if you think those shoes are brown, what, what color do you think you are? That's the same one as the puzzles. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Because he can't, because that's why he can't do the puzzle. Half the oh. pieces are flipped over because he can't tell there's no color on them. Yes. Winston is color blind and he has a pair of green shoes and he says they're brown. Winston is black being the joke and so he doesn't know what color he is. And now it's time for my number one new girl quote. And I knew you weren't even going to have this one. I'm scared. Um, I Am I going to scream? I think it's a brilliant... Like, I think if it was on just a Tumblr quote, it would be like a Tumblr one that everyone knows. <laughs> it's one of those. It's also the perfect Nick Miller quote, which I will read for you now. Number one new girl quote. You treat an outside wound with rubbing alcohol. <laughs> You treat an inside wound with drinking alcohol. It's science. That one's so good. (laughs) Again, I don't even remember the context. That's brilliant. The fact that no one's ever made that connection before. (laughs) Yes, that is fantastic. (laughs) That is wonderful. Nick is my favorite character and also spirit animal. Who am I? Your guess, for sure. Maybe Winston. (laughs) Winston's puzzling. And he has a cat. Yeah. Okay, Ferguson is the best character. (laughs) That's true. Two more Nick quotes that I remembered. Um, The one where the door says pull, but he's pushing and he goes, I'll push if I want to push! And he just continues to push the pull door. (laughs) I had another one. Now it's gone. Doesn't matter. I don't remember. All right. One more Nick quote. There you go. Um, so that's my list. If you haven't figured it out, this show is a treasure trove of brilliant quotes. I mean, we didn't even mention, like, just jar. Right. There's a lot of, like, recurring bits. There's a lot of just little... It's almost like the way that they all speak is, one, so distinct from each other, Mm -hmm. and two, like, honestly not exactly real life, but that's what Mm -hmm. makes it, like, fun. The one where she's like, Nick calls birds wind mice. <laughs> like, th- I don't like the roof. It's scary. There's a cat up there. It was raised by birds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other one was um, when they're laying in the parking spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes, I found garbage. There's chocolate on it. <laughs> we could go forever. Statistically, every Ma- American thinks about Abraham Lincoln at least once a day. <laughs> It's it's a great show. That one where they get a landline phone and they go, <laughs> why does it have a tail? Where do your apps go? <laughs> that's all. That's great. So that's our top five. Um, we hope you're here for New Girl. Yeah. Watch New Girl. If you haven't watched it, do you're so. You're living a sad, sad life. It's so An good. empty life. I hope that you're not one of the people that doesn't get it. All right. We should probably end the show now. Yes, we should. Hey, thanks for hanging out. Uh, You can Facebook us. uh, You can Twitter us. 
on the Twitterverse. Why do you make us sound like we're old and confused? Do you know where I can get man, pictures developed? They get, they get worn out and everyone will get your codes. Your codes. <laughs> I don't want these going straight to Snowden's pocket. Um, send us a message. Let us know what you liked, what you didn't like, what you think we should review next, what game you think we should do next. Suggestions, comments, concerns, fashion tips. Um, Sleeping situation at gmail.com. Send us anything. Yep. Memes. We love memes. That's all. One more new girl quote. Think of one. Real quick. I deserve better, and so does Ferguson. <laughs>